You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Friday night football tonight. Toronto at Winnipeg. We'll be there. How about that? Winnipeg favored by six. The over-under is 47 what? and a half. Well, that's an easy one. I'll take Toronto to beat the spread and win straight up. I got the Argos to win at Winnipeg. Don't at me. Spicy. I got Winnipeg to win straight up, but Argos will cover the spread. Look at us with the betting lingo. From the Slurpee Capital, live from Winnipeg, it's the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, we are live. Hello, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world. It's the RP Show. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Uh, as mentioned, we are coming to you live from Canada Life Center in Winnipeg. It's the brand new name of the home of the Winnipeg Jets. Moose DuPont's with me. I, I What camera am I looking at? Right here? <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, camping a little bit. You know how that is, Moose, right? Oh, I know. It's awesome, though. Oh, it's pretty great. It's awesome. It's, we're, on, we're on location. We're at the World Junior Lacrosse Championship here. And I feel like so much has happened since uh, yesterday's show. That was yesterday's show, that intro there, was it not? Yeah. Like, it just, there has been so much that has happened, and especially... Even this morning, right? You always talk about when we come on the air in the morning that um, that's the beauty of daytime sports talk. It's like so much has already happened today that we could, oh. like today, yesterday feels like an eternity ago with the stuff we've been through. <clears throat> just, we're still doing our usual things. I was just tweeting the links to watch the show. Uh, listen live. You can watch on Facebook or YouTube. Or, of course, we're live as always on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states. I don't have my bell to ring or anything like that, but that's okay. We'll go through our usual stuff. We got guests joining us here at Canada Life Center coming up in hour one. Andrew Hustler Patterson, the star of Winnipeg Sports Talk. He'll be right here on the set. Uh, if, if you've noticed, by the way, if you're used to watching Winnipeg Jets broadcasts on TSN3, this is Sarah Orleski's desk. So we thank Sarah for uh, graciously obliging us to, you know, take over her home for a little while. And uh, also coming up in hour two, the sports doctor, Dave Patrician. But as we mentioned, we're at the World Junior Lacrosse Championship, and we're going to be joined a little later on by Jeff Dowling, who's one of the head coaches for this World Junior Championship here in Winnipeg. So that's the reason we're here, by the way. i got to say, you know, we went to Montreal. We went to the Stanley Cup Final. We were invited to go there. And then, I don't know, Moose is the guy. You people, ding, need to understand that he's the business guy. I got it. 
He's a business guy. So you want to talk about Chris Fox before we get into the football stuff and it's Football Friday, how this came about with the lacrosse, please? Yeah, it was, you know, they reached out. They watched the show. They reached out and, and said, you guys should come to your show here because, and we'll put you up and we'll take care of you and everything else, but you got to come and see this. And it's unfortunate that we're sitting here in COVID because there would be six, seven, eight, nine teams here from all across the world for the World Junior Lacrosse Championship, but that's not the case. So it's Canada. So it's East versus West. Um, Canada's playing. They've been playing throughout the week. They'll play tonight, and I believe tomorrow night as well, to determine a champion. And this has happened before, but next year they'll be back here in Winnipeg, you know, middle of August again, and there will be, you know, six to nine teams playing uh, for the World Junior Lacrosse. Well, I, I absolutely feel like we're in our element here right now because you can probably hear the guys down here. That's the. They call it a shoot-around, right? Yes. It's that much That's I right. know. We know enough about lacrosse <laughs> to, to get through it. And so I can say that this is the shoot-around. Now, I've put a lot of photos on my social media of the Canada Life Center, and the lacrosse fans, the NLL fans, are going, hmm, lacrosse floor in Winnipeg, hmm. They would love an NLL franchise in Winnipeg. Well, and we, we were getting you know escorted up here by arena Tony. staff and Tony, arena security. You're so good with those <laughs> names. I love it. And he's like, ah, I, I haven't had a chance to work the night games, but this is like the best lacrosse I've ever seen. I'm like, you guys don't have NLL. So this might be the precursor just to, again, it's, it's introducing it to more people. And, and lacrosse is just growing and growing in all these markets across the country. And it's been so neat to see, and we're starting to see more kids play it, you know, at scale. So uh, this is this is fun. Uh, this is the warm-up, by the way. As uh, you know, brought to you by our friends at E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. I could sit here and talk about lacrosse all day. Uh, and, and for the most part, we will be talking a lot about it. I can't wait for Hustler to get down here. He's here, by the way. Hustler's in the building! How about that? This reminds me of the Hub Center. This reminds me of the <laughs> and the Brand Center. When I forget how loud my voice I echoes know. off the walls in here. Uh, any, and then, then the other thing. So we're walking down here, what, 45 minutes ago? Oh, yeah, more than that. And you, you gotta kind of got to go to our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram, uh, the Rod Peterson Show, Darren's personal. There's something going on across the street from Canada Life Center here. And we stopped, right? Well, it's about nine thirty local time here in Winnipeg, and we're walking down, and we see the all the you know. There's a Dale Howard Chuck poster in the back, you know, about the statue coming next August and everything else. But they're all set up for a press conference, so we're taking our photos and our videos, and then all of a sudden we get stopped. Oh, yeah. So we're standing there looking at this Dale Howard Chuck statue mural, yeah. And this lady comes up, and she's to you first. She goes, "The Rod Peterson Show crew," and you're like. Who is this person? <laughs> right. Didn't recognize her right away. Now, longtime friend of mine, Christina Litz, former VP of marketing for the Canadian Football League. She's now with True North and the Winnipeg Jets and this entire sports conglomerate here. And here's her thing. She says, we're making an announcement here. You guys are coming inside the ropes, and you're going to be part of this. So get in here. So, yeah. I think it's very Winnipegish that they would be very welcoming and hospitable to us. I very know. Winnipegish. And, and here's the thing before we move on to the football, because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. I saw Kevin Shevel day off. Trust me. I saw him out of the corner of my eye, but I was trying to sort of not distract him. And they were announcing, by the way, Dale Howard Chuck Way 
a street just outside the rink here, and then in, in a year from now they're going to have the statue. But can you please tell our viewers about Chevy? This is this is well, cute. He's a Saskatchewan guy, right? <laughs> right. So he's, he sees you walking in, and he sees the shirt, and sees us, and he starts eyeing you up as you're walking into the uh, like. What is he doing here, of all of all people, right? But, uh, I felt like Chevy. I'm kind of wondering. I'm kind of wondering the same thing, Chevy. I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I, I was invited in. So the general manager of the Winnipeg Jets. I just can't tell you. Well, he's from Blaine Lake, Saskatchewan, of course. So we do stick together, and he's done a tremendous job. So, anyways, that's our that's our Winnipeg story so far. And uh, let's get to the quick six show topics. Now, it's coming. Yeah, but I believe what you hear in your ears is also three seconds behind. Okay. Uh, I probably, uh, Jordan's, <clears throat> who knows. So, number one. Okay, well, we have our, we got half our crew here and half our crew are at home, so it's all good. So, uh, the number one topic is the Lions 15, the Stampeders 9 last night on Thursday Night Football. Man, we, we're going to settle into this. Patterson will have some thoughts on this. Hustler. A game-time decision to start Mike Riley for the BC Lions led his team to a 15-9 victory over the Calgary Stampeders on Thursday Night Football. Michael Riley completed 26-33 passes for 342 yards and ran for a one-yard touchdown as the Lions bounced back from a week one road loss at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Takiro Yamasaki kicked a pair of field goals and a single for BC while James Butler ran for a two-point convert. Nursing a calf injury, Bo Levi Mitchell went 21 for 38 for 290 yards for the Stamps. He also threw four interceptions, career high, and the Stampeders turned the ball over on downs once. So that's five. So there's that, which I'll combine with point number two, and that is this Riley-Rourke saga. I said on this show yesterday that the game was going to be over early. It was going to be a laugher. And why? Because we were told all week that Nathan Rourke was going to be the starting quarterback for the BC Lions, the rookie. All of a sudden, Mike Riley starts. Listen, I don't care. I said I put my money on the Lions. I don't, I don't bet. I picked them for this reason to win, and I don't really care whether I was right or wrong on that, but people are furious Betters are furious. And I don't know if you saw Twitter, Moose, but people are saying, I'm never taking Rod Peterson's fantasy advice again. Did you see that? Yeah. And I'm like, I never I never asked you to in the first place, bro. So for a while, I don't, I'm not that betting guy. I don't want anybody taking my fantasy advice, but I'm going to make my picks weekly. And it's starting, to become, it's starting to become a thing, Darren. No, it really is. And what do you do, right? I mean... For BC, they listed him as questionable. Game time decision did all of that. But, I mean, all week long you said you were going to start this guy, and you didn't. And he takes the warm-up, too. And then Mike Riley comes out of the tunnel as the starting quarterback. Now, Mike Riley did not look like Mike Riley last week. He looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked like he was not hurt. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He was throwing the ball all over the field. He had over 200 yards passing in the opening half. Um, So it was a really good game by Mike Riley. But it's being overshadowed by this is he playing? Is he not? How are you guys, you know, determining your starting quarterbacks? And all this confusion has kind of become the storyline, not this great effort by the BC defense and Mike Riley. Well, and I, I see that the uh, CFL media, from, I mean, I've, I've heard from the fans, I've heard from the betters, but I see the media saying the same thing. Dave Naylor from the CFL on TSN panel saying this, in what week are the Lions going to start the guy that's Number one on their depth chart, when are they going to start him at quarterback? And we talked about this last week. I'm almost tired of it. Rick Campbell, the head coach of the BC Lions, doesn't care about these things. Betting lines, storylines. He doesn't care, Darren. 
but he's going to need to start to care because Rick Campbell, this is how you're going to get paid. This yeah. is what's going to get you a raise. No, it right? is. They, they, this is becoming a thing in the Canadian Football League because you said it last night. We're watching the game at the keg, and you're like, I'm not going to be – betters aren't going to be interested in betting on the CFL. There's a lot of other options out there to bet on, and if you can't take these teams – word with regards to injury status starters they're just gonna move on they're two weeks into this thing and i feel like they're close to blowing it darren yeah it's it's tough you want to get this off the ground and the you know better need to have all the information right when you're going to make these these decisions and oftentimes whether you know as we've seen last year with our relationship that we had with come on we did a lot of uh segments and a lot of betting around the nfl and that's mm-hmm. where you know to be honest, most Canadians will do a lot of that betting in the NFL. We know Hustler does a lot of betting too, oh, yeah. right? With with the other programs that he does, um, you know, on his social media and whatnot. And the NFL is a big part of that. So when we're going to the Sports Select or we're going to go to different uh, fan books and sports books and, and place our bets in the NFL, if there's a you know a team that we don't know who's playing or what the injury status is or we're not sure, we don't put less money on it. We just put nothing on it. Right? We don't even think about that game. We move on to other games, other teams, other leagues, right? And so for now, the betters are just ignoring the BC Lions, or at least they will start to if they haven't already. It's my commentary this morning on Cat Country and Rock 98.5 FM. The BC Lions are very close to blowing this entire sports betting thing for the Canadian Football League. That's my thoughts on that. By the way, our poll question today is Winnipeg-themed, and producer Clark came up with it for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who's Winnipeg's biggest sports icon? And we took the word of the usher, Tony, on our way up here. And... <laughs> So, obviously, we just came from the Dale Howard check announcement, right? So, we were like, Ducky's obviously won. And he, he said Ken Plain, right? Right out of his mouth. Yeah. Ken Plain. Legendary bomber quarterback. Days gone by. Then he also said Robert Marvin. And I'm like, don't know who that is. I said, how about Milt Stiegel? And he was like, uh, seems yeah. like he wasn't the biggest football fan. Maybe not, but he had one. Pretty big one you, you talked about already. Ken Plain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously we wanted to put Howard Chuck on there because of what has gone on this right. morning. But I said, uh, how about Tamo? And he's like, uh, mm, Bobby Hull. As a matter of fact, I think he said Robert Hull. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> so we're sitting in the stands here at Canada Life Center looking up at the rafters, which is over my shoulder. And I won't ask the guys to put the camera up there. But we're looking at all the retired numbers. Solani's number ain't up there. Okay, so this is what we've settled on for the all-time Winnipeg sports icons poll. Ken Plain, Dale Howarchuk, Milt Stiegel, or Bobby Hull. And on Twitter, 72% of respondents are voting for Ducky Dale Howarchuk. And on the very day that they announced Dale Howarchuk way and that there will be a statue erected one year from now, right across here from True North Square, Dale Howarchuk leading the poll, and I assume he's going to win it. Uh, we move along, Moose, because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday uh, to point three. By the way, Flame Tech locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Uh, NFL last night, the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Philadelphia Eagles 24-16 in preseason play. And the New England Patriots downing the Washington football team 22-13. to How much stock are we putting in preseason game one? 
for three of those four teams. I'm ready to move on, but I'm sure that you've got some thoughts on that. Well, yeah, you know, in preseason football, the biggest question, and I think the biggest storyline that came out of it was Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the backup to Ben Roethlisberger, who we don't know, you know, how much he has left in the tank, how many years he's got left. They're looking for a successor. And Dwayne Haskins, when he came to Washington, you know, out of college, he was, you know, pretty highly touted. And he was the future of that organization. Obviously, that didn't work out. Ron Rivera decided he wasn't the guy. They got rid of him. And he, got, he landed in Pittsburgh. Well, what did he have? 100 and, over 160 yards passing. He led four straight scoring drives for Pittsburgh in that game yesterday. Dwayne Haskins very well might be the guy in Pittsburgh should something happen to Ben Roethlisberger. And seeing him, although it's the preseason, watching him play well, we know Pittsburgh's got a good defense and they've got some weapons. If something were to happen to Big Ben during this season, Pittsburgh's not lost. We've now seen that Haskins can come in and at least steady the ship a little bit in, Pitts, in Pittsburgh. So that's, that's the storyline I took away from last night. Uh, from viewer Allen writing us on Twitter regarding the betting thing. I don't know where we stand on this. Hustler will have some thoughts. But Alan writes, the addiction of betting is starting to get really ugly, both emotionally and financially. Then don't do it, dude. Then don't do it. What are we going to do? We're going to walk away from betting in the Canadian Football League because it makes you feel uncomfortable? Don't do it. Do you know, you know, what are the top three industries in the world are arms, pharmaceuticals, and illegal drugs. There's a lot of money in it. Um, I stay away from all three, and my life's great. Gambling isn't in there. But listen, if you get got a problem with betting, walk away from it. Come on. Uh, by the way, point four, Angels Blue Jay show. Hey, Otani pitched six innings of three-hit ball to win his third consecutive start, and he also doubled and scored an early run in the L.A. Angels 6-3 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays last night. It was a great game. We watched that one at the keg, too. Uh, point five, Field of Dreams. It was a Hollywood ending. Can you believe this? Oh, my gosh. Everything happens for a reason, right? Things just happen the way it should. The Chicago White Sox won the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa, blowing a 7-4 lead in the ninth before Tim Anderson slammed a two-run walk-off homer into the cornfields, a 9-8 win over the New York Yankees. And lastly, uh, point six here at the World Junior Lacrosse Championships. It was last night, Canada East beating Canada West 15-9. Tanner Buck, he's coming on my radar big time. Hey, Tanner Buck, this guy's a stud you got to go look up the uh, Twitter account for the 2021 WJLC. 2021 WJLC, all the highlights from last night's game right here at Canada Life Center. Nice work, Moose. Yeah, great we'll stuff. We'll see you in a bit. You bet. Hustlers in next on this live Winnipeg edition of a Flame Tech Football Friday coming to you from the Canada Life Center. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. 
Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Back now to the Rod Peterson Show, live in Winnipeg. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are coming at you live from Canada Life Center here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Very excited to be joined by our good friend, uh, Andrew Patterson, the star of Winnipeg Sports Talk, Hustler. How you doing, Huss? Rod, it's great to see you. I was just saying, this is the first time I've done one of these interviews in person in like seven or eight months. I'm it's, glad it, that I could uh, be the first in well, seven months. I'll tell you what, it's great to have you guys here in the peg. We've got a big football game tonight, the exciting lacrosse event happening. And, uh, of course, you guys walked by a huge day for the city and the Jets organization with the announcement of the Dale Howarchuk statue. Um, you picked a good day to come it's to the peg. It's a wonderful day to be in Winnipeg. There's absolutely no doubt about that. By the way, our poll question, I don't know if you heard us talking earlier, was who's the biggest Winnipeg sports icon? And our options were Bobby Hull, Dale Howard, Chuck, Ken Plain, and Milt Stiegel. You'd be the guy to ask. Somebody wrote in and said, uh, Evander Kane? Patrolman <laughs> Pete. Uh, so there's some Cha-ching. funny, yeah, put on bumps. Did we get the right four? Well, I mean, I guess if you're going to all-time pro sports icons, I mean, those would be, you know, we had a funny conversation on the show coming out of the big win on Friday for our women's national soccer team at the Olympics. And, you know, we were speaking about Winnipeg people. And Terry Sawchuk, of course, had an incredible career, older, very different generation, and his career ended early. But, I mean, you've got Jonathan Taves, you've got Cindy Klassen, You've got Clara Hughes, and now Desiree Scott with her gold medal, three medals in, in a global sport um, that captured this this country. I mean, Desiree is right up there as well, certainly amongst this current generation. Um, so I guess it's somewhat of a different question, but you know, the four that you mentioned for all-time contributions they here in the city of Winnipeg as pros pretty good group. Did you mention Jennifer Jones? Did Gen- you mention her in the I, group? Well, Jennifer Jones, this was a big part of the a big part of the conversation. <laughs> right. I mean, Jen Jones certainly is in the mix. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you're going with four, I mean, who are we taking out? Um, it's I mean, that's one of these great sports radio conversations Isn't it? that we well, can get going for a while. And a great, great, yeah. To have so many options is a great thing for Winnipeg. Right now, listen, I gotta get your take on the betting and the CFL, because I'm saying the BC Lions are ruining <laughs> sports betting. Is that too hot of a take? Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're betting the CFL, they're probably on your suspended list going into week three. I mean, I mean, how, how are you supposed to take seriously what the BC Lions are saying when you're going to go get your ticket ready for, uh, for, the, for the week? And uh, listen, for people that are betting the CFL, it's important to note that the first couple of weeks have been very strange. With all the excitement about sports betting and the growth of it and the legalization of single-game wagering, it's been impossible to find a damn line for these games. But I get it. Yeah. I mean, the bookmakers, Rod, have been in a big staring contest with each other, waiting to see who puts out the line. I mean, some of the biggest, most reputable books right now, even this morning before I came in, hadn't put out a line for the Bombers and Argos. That game is tonight. That's going to change going into the next couple weeks. So I think, you know, betters will have the information earlier. But as far as the BC Lions go, I mean, how do you trust what's happening with BC even an hour before the game? I mean, they've 
started their number two guy on the depth chart the last two games right now. And I know Mike Riley doesn't really care, and I'm not sure whether Rick Campbell cares. They're probably happier that they got a big, big win last night in Calgary. But it's certainly an issue for the Canadian Football League because if you want people to have the the, the trust that the you know the information they're getting has the integrity that gives them the confidence to make an educated decision on whatever side they are, they will do that. If they don't believe that's there, they're probably going to shy away, certainly from the BC Lions for the next little well, while. Well, my take on that is that Rick Campbell does not care. Clearly, he just wants to win a football game. He almost did at Saskatchewan. He did last night. But I'm thinking, Rick, you might want to pay a little more attention to this because this is what's going to get you paid and get you a raise in the future. This is about the future of the Canadian Football League. Well, it, no, 100%. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's very important that they get on side and essentially give us the style of information we get every week from the NFL injury reports and actually give us legit information. As far as Rick Campbell goes, I mean, is he even running the show there? It certainly didn't look like he was in week one. I mean, you know, that scene of him doing the uh, halftime interview, talking about how, well, you know, it just wasn't going to work today. It's in the best interest of the team if work starts. And they literally pan out to the field, and 13 is running up behind center. I mean, you couldn't write it. Listen, it seemed a little bit ridiculous. If I'm in the CFL front office, I'm not too pleased with it. Um, but I think it's going to be a bit of a process right now. This is different. And... You know, we God knows. I mean, I'm thinking and what happens with hockey as they get towards it. I mean, the upper body and lower body injuries. Um, you know, the NFL has been the, um, you know, the, the, the guideline essentially for how this works. It's the biggest sport when you're talking about sports wagering. It's football and everything else. There's a huge opportunity for the Canadian Football League to benefit from this and get more fans and more people paying attention to the games. Um, but it will be a real negative if people think that, you know, they're going into games thinking one thing and then realizing that one of the CFL teams, in their mind, pulled a fast one on them and now they're sitting with a, with a bet on the bad line. Two straight weeks. Back to back. <laughs> Two straight weeks they've done it. Okay, I would love to go further down this road, but we do have Bombers Argos tonight. You said that... I can't find the lines either from where I normally go, the betting lines. Um, What would you set it at tonight? Can I go first? Winnipeg, 2.5. Favorite. Um, You know what? I would thought, I mean, keep in mind that the home team generally gets three points for being home. So, I mean, essentially, if that's the case, that would mean that on a neutral field, the Argos would be a half-point favorites. So I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I would Mm -hmm. think that the Bombers would be sort of three-point favorites on a neutral field. So you add the three points, and we were looking in and around six. six. I think I did see a line earlier in this week that was 6.5. And to be honest with you, I think I'm going to take the points. I mean, I do like the Bombers to win this game. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. They're the, uh, the top dogs and had a great, great game. But, man, I was impressed with the Toronto Argonauts. I thought this would be a work in progress that would take a while to bring all these new faces and free agents together. Um, but it was really cool to see former Bomber QB Ryan Dinweed out there. I mean, a lot of passion on the sidelines. Huh. And his team stepped up and did it. So, um, you know, if that number is in and around six, six and a half, I mean, I think this is going to be a great football game. I think it'll be, you know, It'll be in doubt in the fourth quarter, and um, I'll probably take the points if that is the case. But I'm feeling pretty good about the Bombers getting it out. This should be a great one tonight on Friday Night Football. Have you ever had Johnny Avello on your shows? Do you know Johnny Avello? Oh, Johnny's the best. The Godfather, man. One of the most legendary bookmakers in the industry all time. Ask him about that 3.5 home thing because he says that's a misnomer. He doesn't doesn't go by that. Ask him the next time you're talking to him. (laughs) But I got the Argos to win tonight for a couple of reasons. I think they're very good. Number one, they've got less injuries. 
Like, how much does the absence of Andrew Harris and Darvin Adams really hurt the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Well, I mean, it didn't, more, I guess, last week, but... One more than the other, and I'll bet, you know, the common people might think the other, but it's Darvin Adams. I mean, to me, Darvin Adams is the guy that, you know, is such a game-changer in that Bomber offense with a real legitimate deep threat that really connected with Zach Caleros. The Andrew Harris situation is fascinating, Rod. I mean... I have a feeling that from an organizational standpoint, even with the, you know, the time off and, you know, less wear and tear on some of these players, 34 years old with a lot of um, tread off the tire, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and the fact that he wasn't able to go through training camp, um, they already, and credit to Kyle Walters for, you know, when you're leaning on a Canadian in such an important position, the way they have Andrew Harris, mm-hmm. you needed to have a succession plan. I think we saw it in week one with Brady Oliver, and of course, Johnny Augustine's there as well. So, I mean, I don't, you'd be a person, we were talking about this the other day. Can you remember a team that went in and had exclusively Canadian running backs in the Canadian Football no, League? It's all been a three? very long time. I mean, even with John Cornish in Calgary, they didn't have a Canadian backup. When he got hurt, they had to move somebody around somewhere else. I think BC Lions, I'm going to go back, Sean Millington, when he was their number one guy. And was Robert Drummond Canadian? Can somebody help me out with that? Robert, remember Robert I don't Drummond? Believe, I don't think that he was. Well, they're so rare, well, the Canadian backs, right? I'm, I'm thinking yeah. Sean Millington days with the BC Lions and whomever his backup was. And uh, well, but, Volpe? Well, this yeah, we're is going the way back. the Bombers are doing it, are doing it right now. Yeah. And, um, and then they drafted the kid from Regina that went back to school. Kyle Borsa, Kyle Borsa yeah. um, who kind of seems to be the next man up as they go through. So it's interesting. It's given them some options to do it. But I guess my point being is that as great as Andrew Harris is and has been arguably the most impactful free agent signing ever for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, um, it was next man up in week one, and Brady Oliveira balled out. And um, I'm not sure that the running game, when you've got an offensive line like that, Rod, I mean, there's a lot of guys that will be able to move the chains, and certainly they dominated in the fourth quarter. Four straight runs for 10 yards, moving the chains. I mean, that is how you you know, you know finish off a team the, the way they did. Um, I think the Bomber offense will look considerably different or a little bit more deadly when Darvin Adams gets in there. Um, but I think Brady Oliveira is going to be able to do quite a bit of what Andrew Harris normally does for the Bombers if Andrew Harris is out for an extended well, period of time. Well, when you think about it, it's uh, the term complementary football. They managed to beat Hamilton, who was favored going into that game yeah. last week, and Hamilton did not play well. So I'm interested to see what happens tonight. It didn't hurt that Willie Jefferson came up with a pick. Willie's doing Willie things. They're still the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're a good team. Have they been overlooked a little bit in in this country, do you think? Well, you know, hey, they won it. Um, you know, the, the party didn't stop here for a number of months. Um, but going into this season, I think a lot of people went back to, well, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are the best team in the league, and then you've got a bunch of other squads. I, I, I think we sometimes spend too much time, and this is the fantasy world that we live in, and hey, I'm a huge part of that, so I'll take some of the blame, but focusing on all the skill positions. When the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won that Grey Cup in 2019 on the back of dominance on the line of scrimmage, um, they ran the ball. They were the ninth passing team in the CFL in 2019. Yeah. I mean, that's just not the way you write up a Grey Cup champion. Um, but they got it done. So I, I think people maybe overlooked a little bit their true strengths and how important those are. Um, but again, the quarterback situation, very different this year. Zach Caleros looked great, and he's going to be protected by an elite offensive line. 
But man, if something happens to Zach Caleros, it's not like before where you had Nichols and you had Strevler and you had some level of confidence that both guys could come in. No offense to Sean McGuire, but I think he's thrown three passes in the Canadian Football League. So in Zach, we trust here in Winnipeg. And I love it because I... And I love Zach. Sorry to cut you off, but I, I think every team's like that. I, I, most teams are like that, right? Their number one guy goes down, look out. But I, Zach's carrying the mail, and I, I love him for it. I can't interview you and not talk about the Jets, okay? And um, so, listen, the Montreal series was over with a Shifley hit. Right down here, eh? Which, which net was it? This one yeah, right here? This one right there. <laughs> that killed the series, don't you think? Uh, yeah, in retrospect, yeah. I mean, and, you know, it's tough to say it's it was just that play because, to be honest, you know, injuries happen, and if you want to be a team that contends and pushes through, you have to be able to, you know, to get past. But, you know, your number one center would be like if Connor Hellebuck went down. You're really, really up against it. Um, and, you know, with Pierre-Luc Dubois' struggles last year, I mean, they just they weren't able to make up for the loss of Mark Shifley. But I will say this. I think they learned a number of things about their team that needed to be fixed. And I got to tell you, I mean, you tell me, has there been a general manager that did more to fix what his team needs than Kevin Sheveldale? Absolutely not. I mean, we jokingly put up the off-season champions banners on Winnipeg Sports Talk a couple weeks ago after the trades. And then you think about this week getting Neil Pionk done at four years. And Andrew Klopp is signing the one-year deal yesterday. I mean, it really did seem like the writing on the wall that that was what was going to happen. Um, but I honestly think that's the best-case scenario for both the team and the player in that he's coming back to a team that he knows has a much better chance to win. And while the money wasn't there for him to get what he thought he deserved on a long-term deal, he's going to be paid fairly this year. He'll be on a good team, hopefully with the opportunity to show what he can do, especially with a nice run in the playoffs and then cash in as an unrestricted free agent in the prime of his career. So um, Cop's been betting on himself the entire time. He'll do it again this year. And the fact that they were able to bring back pretty much the entire core of that team, minus Mason Appleton that went to the Kraken, add Brendan Dillon, add Nate Schmidt. Um, I can't remember this amount of excitement around the actual team on the ice since the team came back, to be honest. I mean, 2011 was, hey, the team is back, we've got a team, and it was just, you know, magical. Right now, with the additions on the blue line and the talent that the team already had up front and with one of the best goalies on the planet, Jet fans are fired up for the upcoming season. And the approval ratings of Kevin Sheveldayhoff, I think, have never been higher. Well, I'm glad that they got over being swept by Montreal Fairly fast. And uh, by the way, I, I go back to the Shifley thing. I think that's, I do think one play can change a series. Ask Marc Andre Fleury in Canada's team, oh. the Vegas Golden Knights, if one play can change a series. But we're not going to talk about that today. Hustler, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for coming down here, my man. Appreciate R- it. Rod, you at the game tonight? Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? That's why I came here. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will see you there. Thanks so much for having me, as always. Thanks, Huss. Uh, we are live from the World Junior Lacrosse Championships here at Canada Life Center in Winnipeg. Game day, Friday night football, Argos and Bombers coming up tonight. We got one of the coaches joining us here in the Bud Lounge next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Back now to the Rod Peterson Show, live in Winnipeg, the Slurpee Capital. 
It It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We're coming at you live from Canada Life Center in Winnipeg, formerly Bell MTS Place. It is the home of the Winnipeg Jets, but this weekend it's the home of the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. Give them a follow on Twitter, 2021 WJLC. One of the coaches is Jeff Dowling, and he joins us here in the lounge at Canada Life Center. And I appreciate that, Jeff. This is... Uh, <clears throat> feels good being around here this weekend. You having fun? Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's good to be back on the bench coaching and having the players play. It's you know with that year and a half of uh, COVID not really doing anything, it's good for the mental health too. Yeah, no, people are in their happy place, yes. particularly in sports. Now, yeah. now, Jeff, I'm I'm hoping that you can tell our viewers exactly. Well, I'm going to tell them you're a Hamilton guy. You coached the Calgary Roughnecks for a time in the NLL, but can you explain this particular weekend, the World Junior Championship, and how it's not exactly as normal yeah so i guess that first of all the, the tournament started in 2015 uh in six nations and it was a, a number of countries were there and but it wasn't one country or one team per country so there was a canada east canada west uh canada atlantic at that time and it was just about getting kids an opportunity to play kind of international lacrosse and it's emerged you know morphed into this you know one uh, team per country started in 2018 Saskatchewan with three teams and then uh, in Mississauga in 2019 we had six teams and the expectation for this year was going to be nine teams but with obviously with COVID still lingering around it, it it really kept a lot of the teams from being able to commit to it so when Chris and I talked about what we were going to do we said let's let's still continue with the east versus west canada you know we've got precedent set uh the first tournament canada west actually i was coaching the k east team back then they beat us in the final six five with uh, christian del bianco who's you know one of the best goals in the nl now was uh, on that west team and jeff teat who was the first round, first overall pick of the nl was on the canada east team so some really good lacrosse players but you know we're hoping that next year it should be hopefully we're back to normal with uh COVID pretty well gone and um, I assume we're still wearing masks at that time but mm. um, we should have hopefully get back to the complement of teams that are supposed to be here. Yeah, I'm sure you never thought you'd be having to split this into an inner squad yeah. <laughs> basically a, a year and a half into this COVID thing. By the way Jeff is also the coach of the Irish national lacrosse team which I think is very cool too. Uh, talk about last night's game if you don't mind. Team East beating Team West 15-9. to Why do I keep hearing the name Tanner Buck? Like, people are blowing up about Tanner Buck. Well, he's he's a good player. So, he <laughs> uh, Tanner's a uh, product of Orangeville uh, Lacrosse, which is one of the hotbeds in Ontario. Um, great coaching. They're, all their coaches are guys who played through their organization. A lot of NL guys. Uh, and they give back to the community. And so, their, their program's always been one of the best in, in Canada. And Tanner's just a phenomenal uh, player, a great leader. He's our captain, um, does all the little things as well as, as being able to score goals. Um, you know, I think you know, the Georgia Swarm drafted him last year, fourth round. I think they're, they're going to be pretty happy that they got him uh, when they get him to camp this year. Yeah, no kidding. And, and by the way, TSN2 was carrying the game last night too, right? If, people, you, if you um – check your program grid tonight you're going to see uh tonight's game on tsn2 and throughout the weekend that's kind of a nice feather in the cap for you guys yeah yeah i know chris put a lot of work in that working with tsn uh for a few months to, to kind of iron that out but uh it's a great product i think you know i'm getting a ton of texts last night and this morning about people watched it and and just thought the broadcast was great the, the play was good you know happy to 
you know, for people that haven't been able to see lacrosse with the NL being out as well, it's it's great for people to see that that product on the floor. Well, I wish that we could get a camera down here and just show the morning shoot around what's going on with the guys here right now. Can you, who are these players, by the way? Where do they normally play club team-wise? Uh, so they're mostly playing junior A lacrosse. Uh, so the West is out there right now. So they're, they're playing junior A in the Rocky Mountain League. Uh, or out in BC in the, in the BC Junior A League. Uh, on my team, most of my guys are playing Junior A in the OJLL, which is our Junior A League. There's a few guys that are Junior B guys that will probably make that jump to Junior A next year. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, they're all playing summer lacrosse. Well, Jeff, those hotbeds, you mentioned them, are Lower Mainland, Southern Ontario. How much is it growing across the country, this sport of lacrosse? Well, I think the, the Alberta um, has really done a great job. I, I think, you know, I'll go back to, I know it was with the Roughnecks, but with Calgary putting that team back in 2002, that really exploded the lacrosse in, uh, in Alberta. And I think the, the level of play from the Alberta players is, is comparable to Ontario and BC now. They've really come a long way. And it helps that there's coaches like Andrew McBride, who played for me with Calgary, uh, has moved from BC to Calgary. He lives there now. He coaches a junior team. He coaches in the NLL now. So it's good to get those guys who have come into Calgary that stayed. Um, and same with Edmonton when the Rush were there. A lot of those guys that were, you know, learned the game, you know, are learning the game from pro guys. What so. is your best uh, pitch for viewers right now who's your kids are looking for something to do? Because I look at this sport. I didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Okay, I grew up with hockey and football and baseball. But I look at this and go, I'd have loved it as a kid because of the aggression. And yeah. You know what I mean? What, what's your pitch for uh, young people to get involved? Uh, you know, it's just it's a fun sport. You know, the, sometimes parents get worried about uh, the physical part of it. But it's it's safer, than, in my mind, safer than hockey because you're not, the speed is, is not as, as great. You're not getting all that speed on the ice. Um, and it's, it's controlled. The, uh, you know, Sticks are your. There is cross checking, but it's you know shoulder and below, and uh, it's just a great game to play. And I think it, it honestly it helps if you look at some of the great hockey players. Uh, a lot of them will attribute lac- to lacrosse to making them a better hockey player, like um, Shanahan, uh, Tavares. Uh, Gretzky says that you know it really helped him. So. Yeah. Are you a hockey fan? Yeah. Ish. Well, I just remember yeah. my my buddy Paul Bisonette, Biznasty. Yeah. Mean, you saw him yeah. jaw jacking uh, the Vancouver Stealth, and they said, "Come on out yeah. <laughs> if you think it's that easy." And he almost died. So yeah, for whatever <laughs> reason, they think that it's easy. It's not easy. But they tell me that uh, we're out of time. Jeff, I'll oh. virtually shake your hand through the glass right. here. Good seeing you. Right. Thanks Thank for having you. us out. Appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks. All right, Jeff Dowling, the head coach, one of the coaches here at the World Junior Lacrosse Championship. We're going to take a timeout. Moose will be back with us. Uh, Dave, Patricia, the sports doctor, coming up as well. We are live from Winnipeg. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and you're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. On the road, kicking ass and enjoying a Slurpee. It's Rod Peterson live in Winnipeg. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get real in a moment. The Moose is back. How you doing, Moose? I'm great. Uh, a quick sports update: The defending champion is out at the National Bank Open in Montreal, Canada's Bianca Andreescu was eliminated 
by Ones Jabur of Tunisia in a marathon third-round match. And if you saw her post-interview, she wasn't happy about it. No. Uh, Shohei Otani pitched six innings of three-hit ball to win his third consecutive start. He also doubled and scored an early run in the Angels' 6-3 victory over the visiting Blue Jays last night. The Jays at Seattle tonight. Tim Anderson hit a two-run homer in the ninth inning into the cornfield to end the Field of Dreams game in cinematic fashion last night in the majors. The Chicago White Sox outslugged the Yankees 9-8 in the first Major League Baseball game in Iowa. The Winnipeg Jets have agreed to terms with forward Andrew Kopp on a one-year deal. The deal is worth $3.6 million U.S. for Kopp, who had 15 goals and 39 points in 55 games for the Jets last season. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store for Ballers Rec Room. Their four-hour tailgate party begins at 4 p.m. Saturday in advance of the Rough Riders and the Tiger Cats. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Somebody's mildly threatening me on Twitter when I said that the BC Lions are ruining sports betting by what they're doing by snowing people with who their starting quarterback is. And if I had put money down on on the BC Lions or Stampeders based on Nathan Rourke starting because that's what we've been led to believe all week and that's what was on their depth chart, I'd be very upset. But I don't put money down on bets. Very rarely do I. So I don't really care. But you understand why people would be very upset about that. We covered that off the top. You ha- you wanted to not defend yourself, but maybe explain <laughs> yourself. Where you said yesterday the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have the best brand currently in the Canadian Football League because that drew the ire of a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I just think that they do, and that was again, it's a, it's very broad. This isn't me doing a, a deep dive on it. The question came into the show, you know, because I'm a branding and marketing guy. You know, who do I think has the best brand? There's a couple things to remember on this too. Branding and marketing are different, right? The amount of merchandise you sell or tickets you sell isn't necessarily a branding uh, result. It could be a marketing result. It's all under the umbrella of a good business, right? Marketing, branding. I look at branding as your reputation. Marketing is how you pr- is promoting that reputation, right? And your business is making money and how successful are you? So I do think Winnipeg has the best brand in the CFL right now. I think the riders have held that for quite a while, but it also happens that, you know, the better you are and the more success that you have year after year, you lose a little bit of your charm. And the riders have lost a little bit of that charm of being the lovable losers, right? You know, they were always this prairie Saskatchewan group um, that just define Saskatchewan and now they've had a lot of success and you lose a little bit of that brand outside of the borders now they're still selling out games which is great they're still selling a lot of merchandise but I believe I'd have to go back to the annual reports but I believe the last time these teams were on the field Winnipeg sold more merchandise than Saskatchewan did Mm -hmm. sold more dollars worth of merchandise than than the riders did in 2018 so um, their brand is on the upswing they're very definitive about what they are Um, they're very clear about you know their vaccine mandate into the stadiums they've got a clear message Um, there's a lot of structure there Um, the riders got two things going it's a little bit of one foot in one pool of hey we've got a lot of success and we're this elite franchise and we know it and the other side is hey we're just you know this community-owned organization but the riders are still a top brand in the Canadian Football League there's no doubt about that but I think Winnipeg's overtaken them at least in the moment well, you, uh, you can't rest on your laurels. Nobody can. No. Right? So you always got to be striving to be better, obviously. Hey, our poll question today, who is Winnipeg's biggest sports icon? And uh, we just had Andrew Hustler-Patterson on here earlier saying, we, we nailed the, the four. 
He goes, there are more, of course, but Ken Plain, Dale Howardchuck, Milt Stiegel, or Bobby Hall. And Dale Howardchuck, uh, Ducky, is running away with it with 65%. We were very fortunate to be at the news conference prior to our show today announcing Dale Howardchuck Way, a road just down uh, outside the arena here. Dale Howardchuck, 65%. Milt Stiegel, 19%. Bobby Hull, 16%. And Ken Plain, 0%. That surprises me a little bit because you don't need to be in Winnipeg very long before you're hearing the name Ken Plain. You just you hear it. Yes. You know, legendary Blue Bomber, but uh, in this poll... Not so much. Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line, and you can always reach us there, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Town Mobility dealer, headquartered in Winnipeg. Metal Shingle Guy says Willard Reeves. Yeah. How about Willard Reeves? Very good. Father of Jordan Reeves and Ryan Reeves. Yeah, how about that? And by the way, Metal Shingle Guy, I don't know about this, Metal Shingo guy writes, how about Bo Levi? Four picks. Wow. I, I don't revel or gloat in Bo Levi Mitchell throwing four interceptions at all. Frankly, like I said, I like the guy. I don't hate the guy. Um, it was a tough outing for him. How long before we're off, guys? 15. Okay. Uh, next hour, the sports doctor, Dave Patricia. Are you going to stick around? Oh, yeah. Second half kickoff? Okay. Thanks to Hustler for joining us here in hour one. We'll be back from Canada Life Center right after this on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.